everyone, it's Liz, and here's what's in the Popping Collars feed for the month of December 2020. We're discussing the best pop culture of the year on Popping Collars. Martin Elfert is back this month on Take Two to discuss the legacy of Breaking Bad. Betsy and Greg are hosting a giant end-of-the-year Oscars party for Going On 30. We'll reveal your votes for the best movies of the year, 1989. Finally, The Sacred Six, featuring special guest Shayna Watson, wraps up this month with the Star Trek episode, Let That Be Your Last Battlefield. Thanks for listening, and keep those collars popped! I'm Greg. And I'm Betsy. And this is the Going On 30 1990 Oscars party. Yay! I mean, this is what award shows are actually looking like now. So I think we're actually pretty (laughs) on trend. Let's do this official. We have seen 10 movies over the past year. Five that were nominated for Best Picture by the Academy. Back when they only nominated five. Two that were nominated by you, Betsy. Two that were nominated by me. And one consensus pick we both agreed absolutely needed to be nominated. So we have had our say. And now it's time to hear from our dear listeners with several votes, more votes than I was anticipating. Hmm. We have a good cross-section represented with our awards. Okay. But just like the Oscars themselves, we're going to keep the vote totals to us. <laughs> we're not going to. We're not going to release no, the vote. This is when everyone just imagine the the three accountants. It's always two men and one with token woman. They have a briefcase, and it's just chains wrapped around it with a big old fat padlock on the front, like Warner Brothers cartoon style. That's, That's right. We're not doing the big song and dance. We're jumping right into the first award. Excellent. Which is the yes. best intro song to our podcast. So just to let the listeners know, our intro songs are songs that were the number one song in the country when the movies that we talked about came out. Think twice, because it's another day for
mean, all together, this is an incredible playlist. This is a pretty good playlist. Pretty good playlist. I gotta say, it's pretty diverse at the end of the day. Betsy, would you like to read the nominees for best intro song? I totally can. I totally can. All right. Our nominees for best intro song are Another Day in Paradise by Phil Collins, Baby, Don't Forget My Number by Millie Vanilli, Bat Dance by Prince, Don't Know Much, Linda Ronstadt and Aaron Neville, If You Don't Know Me By Now by Simply Red, Like a Prayer, Madonna, Right Here Waiting, Richard Marks with an X, Rock On, Perrin's version 09 by Michael Damien. (laughs) We Didn't Start the Fire, which I memorized for the anniversary of my middle school and performed Uh, it uh, by Billy Joel. And When I See You Smile by Bad English. Oh, is it ever? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Ballad. Before we get to the results, let's do a quick check-in. What is your should win, will win for this category? I think We Didn't Start the Fires had a total resurgence. Mm -hmm. I feel like it might win. I would say should win would be the song I choose every time for karaoke, Like a Prayer by Madonna. I agree. I think should win Madonna. This is a standout song for me on this list. I think will win is We Didn't Start the Fire. I think it's super popular. All right. The winner of best intro song is... Like a Prayer by oh, Madonna. Was Billy Joel close? Was he close? Uh, Billy Joel was very close. <laughs> Billy Joel was very close in second place. So it's wow. like, a, like a prayer with, uh, with yes. We Didn't Start the Fire right there. Okay. Let's it. move on. Next category, best trailer. It began two years ago in an unfinished nuclear power plant. From James Cameron, the writer and director of The Terminator and Aliens, comes The Abyss. I gotta go. 13,000 miles. It's a long way to go to fight a war. Don't you know what it means to me to be a Marine, Dad? Ever since I was a kid, I've wanted this. I wanted to serve my country. I want to go to Vietnam. I'll die there if I have to. Touchstone Pictures presents Robin Williams as John Keating, teacher. Well, is this a dagger I see before me? Philosopher. I like Byron. I give him a 42, but I can't dance to it. Orator. Oh, Titus, bring your friend hither. And founder of the Dead Poet Society. A bunch of guys sitting around. I can't even hear myself think! From Spike Lee. Director of School Days, and she's got to have it. Good people, please. But from place to place. I ever tell you about the first time I leave the state of Georgia? When was that? A few minutes back. (laughs) From season to season. It's not a Christmas present. Oh, no. Well, go on, open it up. Well, look at that. Ain't nobody never given that book before, Miss Daisy. (laughs) For 25 years, they shared each other's lives. Field, this game. It's a part of our past, Ray. It reminds us of all that once was good. Hey, is this heaven? No. It's Iowa. The way I figured, I figured this war would be over a whole lot sooner. If you boys just turn right on and you let us head on up there where the real fight is. You should have seen us in action two days ago. 
We were a sight to see. Intelligent and beautifully acted, says Vincent Canby in the New York Times. And Siskel and Ebert call it enormously entertaining. Two very enthusiastic thumbs up. One of the year's finest films. Okay, I'm recording. Tell me your name. Anne Bishop Mulaney. Sex, Lies, and Videotape. Winner, Best Picture, Best Actor, Cannes Film Festival. It's not the same for men. Charlie Chaplin had babies when he was 73. Yeah, but he was too old to pick them up. For Best Trailer, we have included all of the movies that we oh. talked about this year. Okay. The movies are okay. The Abyss, Born on the Fourth of July, Dead Poet Society, Do the Right Thing, Driving Miss Daisy, Field of Dreams, Glory, My Left Foot, colon, Christy Brown story. <laughs> I can't remember. I can't believe you didn't include that. Story of Christy Brown, Sex, Lies, and Videotape, Yes, and When Harry Met Sally. I think just revisiting the trailers from this time, they're weird. And they're all very much of the, you know, in a world. Like, it's yes. very much the formula of or or it's quirky like it's trying to really name like this is the purpose of this film mm -hmm. um, and and just the evolution of trailers over time but this is these yes. are all very of a late 80s we're in the voiceover era and they all spoil the movies for the yes. Most part. <laughs> yes they do winner of best trailer is do the right thing mm. Spike Lee's Do the Right Thing. Is that a sign of things to come later Could on? Could be. We'll have to see. First, though, we're going to check in with some special guests who Ooh. offered their take on what should win Best Picture at our Going on 30s Oscars. My name is Chris Arnold, and my pick is uh, Do the Right Thing. I mean, for the soundtrack alone. But also, I think in this day and age, 2020, we are once again having this conversation about uh, race in America and do the right thing for me as a 46-year-old white guy growing up in Massachusetts. I was not exposed to a whole lot of that. And so that came out in my teenage years and was really one of those foundational moments of my own understanding of how complicated race is in America, but mostly the soundtrack. So this is Kyle Goodman, the lead pastor of Alamance Presbyterian Church in Greensboro, North Carolina. And my pick for best picture is Dead Poets Society. It was a film I saw when I was a high school student. It's a film about high school and the impact that a teacher can make on the lives of a young person. The difference that they make that carries on not just through those formative years, but through their whole lives. And that's something that I appreciate in my vocation as pastor, something I aspire to more than anything else. Hello, my name is Holly McHale Larson, pastor at St. Paul Lutheran Church in Oakland. And my pick for best movie of 1989 is Dead Poet Society, because in ninth grade, my English teacher, at least once a month, maybe twice a month, would say, have I shown you Dead Poets Society? 
And we, as a very smart class, would always answer no. And so I watched that movie at least five times in English class in ninth grade. Not many movies capture the tra- like the struggles of being a high school male and the vulnerability and the looking for acceptance. And it really went to my heart as a ninth grade girl trying to get out of reading Romeo and Juliet. All right, Betsy, we have arrived at the award for the most lasting legacy. So we always go into one of our conversations thinking, what does this movie have to say 30 years down the road from when it was actually made? And we come up with a big idea for each movie. But just thinking back on the movies of 1989, what are some common threads that kind of stand out to you? Like, Well, I mean, some of it always feels like there's this potpourri of choices that the Academy seems to pick. They like to have something historical. They like to have uh, something that is a uh, social commentary. They like to have something that, you know, and I think we're moving into a time actually of a lot of biopic situations. And if you can combine a biopic with some great historical stuff, then awesome, like, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and I think it's always then, yeah, then the cultural commentary. So then it's kind of the cultural commentary of the time. And now I guess when we watch them, it becomes, how is that actually relating to the cultural, cultural commentary of now? The thing that really stood out to me when we looked at the movies that were nominated by the Academy versus what you and I picked, I was kind of shocked at how you and I were more interested in movies that were made in the present, with the exception of like glory. We were interested in like modern day, like tell me what's what's a movie from 1989. So like Sex, Lies, and Videotape, When Harry Met Sally, whereas the Academy was dealing with Driving Miss Daisy you know, My Left Foot, Field of Dreams, all these kind of past, bygone era. In the end, it all kind of speaks to, you know, who, who's this movie for? Right. Uh, baby boomers. So so they're kind of making all the choices. Yeah. So. so here are the nominees for most lasting legacy. Biopic movies, generational difference, historical trauma, nostalgia, racial tension, Rom-com genre, sex and technology, visual effects in film, war and heroism, or wealth and privilege. Uh, of those, which do you think is the thing that we're still dealing with 30 years later? I'm looking at you, number five, racial tension. Hmm, yeah. Racial tension. I'm gonna yeah. swerve. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go uh, sex. I'm gonna go sex and technology. I think that. Um, I think that inter- the way? internet has opened a door that. Um, that can never be closed again. The winner of most lasting legacy. It is nostalgia. 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 Our listeners said nostalgia. Maybe they actually watched the movies. Lasting Maybe legacy. they weren't just voting for fun. Hmm. Maybe they actually watched the movies. Cause I, I do agree with you. I think a lot of this is whenever you're at transition points, there becomes this looking back. Mm-hmm. So if we're getting ready to leave a decade, totally. look back to look forward. We do it all the time. We have arrived at Best Ensemble Cast. Who are our nominees here, Greg? The nominees for Best Ensemble Cast are Dead Poets Society, Do the Right Thing, Glory, Sex, Lies, and Videotape, and When Harry Met Sally. All right, Betsy, should win, will win. I think do the right thing should win. I think glory might win. Hmm. People will look at the heavy hitters and that. Interesting. 
again, I'm a sucker for sexualizing videotape. The way that that cast all works together, I think is amazing. Those four actors, I think that they do a great job together. However, I'm realistic that sexualizing videotape is not going to win this. So I'm going to say we'll win. Do the right thing. The winner of Best Ensemble Cast is... Dead Poet Society. Whoa! I mean, maybe. I I think that I think you couple that with our previous category, that's a nostalgia vote. Oh, you think so? A little bit. Well, and it becomes, I think, I think when we talk about a you know, a real ensemble here, you know, in Dead Poet Society, in Do the Right Thing, I can't name everybody for you who's in those movies because they all come together to make one thing. So I do see them as being more kind of true ensembles than I collection of a cavalcade of stars our next category is is our is our hall of fame can you explain to the people greg what this means okay this is a big one and here's how the hall of fame works so if you have shown up in two straight years that's how you became eligible for this award the other thing to note about this award is that if you win this award you are no longer under consideration for any future awards with going on 30. Now, this doesn't mean we're not going to talk about you. Exactly. When the film comes up. Exactly. We're not nominating you. But yet. if you're in the Hall of Fame, you're not going to win Best Actor or anything like that moving forward. You're in the Hall. <laughs> Rain Man. Yeah. I said Rain Man? Yeah, funny Rain Man. Was I trying to say Raymond and it came out Rain Man? Yeah. Funny Rain Man. You? You're the Rain Man? You admire these kids, don't you? Don't you? I think they're being used. I think they're being sent down here in their Volkswagens and their sneakers just to get their heads cracked open. Did it ever occur to you that maybe they believed in what they were doing? Did it ever occur to them they're going to end up dead? Maybe. In Washington, they sure as hell knew, didn't they? Some things are worth dying for. say let us not forget the two white boys also died helping negroes help themselves they want me to say we mourn with the mothers of these two white boys but the state of mississippi won't even allow these white boys to be buried in the same cemetery as this negro boy i say I have no more love to give. I have only anger in my heart today, and I want you to be angry with me.
as I was saying before, we were so rudely interrupted by New York City's what finest. What was you saying? It's got to be because we are black. Ain't no other wait, explanation. Wait, wait, wait. No, no, I know, man. You, you know, man, ain't they always trying to keep the black, black man to be about shit? never killed a baby. You never had to kill a baby because you never put your soul into that war. You never put your soul on the line, man. Maybe I killed a whole bunch of babies, but I don't talk about it. I don't have to talk about it. Why not? What are you hiding? What are you, uh, better than anybody else? You never fought that war. You weren't even there, man. I can't, I can't find the words to express how the leadership of this government sickens me. Now, people say, people say, if you don't love America, then get the hell out. Well, I love America. All right, nominees. Your nominees. We've got composer... Hans Zimmer, who last year did the score for Rayman, and then this year did Driving Miss Daisy. We've got Frankie Faison, who was in Mississippi Burning last year and in Do the Right Thing this year. Mm-hmm. We've got John Williams, another composer who did the score for Accidental Tourists, and then the score for Born on the Fourth of July. Then the next link in the chain, Tom Cruise, who started Rayman last year and Born on the Fourth of July this year. And fifth nominee, Willem Dafoe, who was in Mississippi Burning last year, and there again with Tommy Boy in Born on the Fourth of July. Three Born on the Fourth of Julys. All right, and, Betsy. This is the okay. inaugural Hall of Fame. This is the first person going in. We can't screw this up. Who do you think should go in our Hall of Fame first? But if it means I don't have to nominate him for anything else in the future... Tom Cruise. <laughs> oh, don't say it's so defeated. I know. We have had such a blast with Tom Cruise <laughs> over the last two years. Oh. He's become a running gag for us with my mom's movie collection. What do you, who do you think? I'm going totally, I, who do I think? <laughs> I grew up in a Cruise household. You did. You did. I know. Cruise control. You were in the danger zone all the time. (laughs) First induction into the Hall of Fame. Just imagining a montage of all their work. Okay, go. John Williams, Mr. Star Wars himself. The soundtrack to your childhood. Is this like when you give like Peter Jackson stuff for the last Lord of the Rings because you're rewarding him for all the other stuff? Yes, John Williams did not win this award for the accidental tourists or porn on the 4th of July. John Williams won this award for Jaws and Indiana Jones. And God bless John Williams. God bless John Williams. No longer eligible for any future awards. Thanks for coming, John Williams. 
All right, Betsy, it's time for us to do our major awards. You can tell they're major because they're coming at the back end of the show. That's right. Our major awards start off with best scene. So I got a plan. What's the plan? <laughs> I drowned and you told me back to the rig. No, no. You can't this stay in this house. This is what you believe in, isn't it, Mom? This is what you believe in, but I don't. I don't believe in him anymore. I gotta spend the rest of my life. I wish I were dead like him. You don't know what you're saying. That's a problem, Mom. I'm not dead. I gotta live. The Latin term for that sentiment is carpe diem. Now who knows what that means? Carpe diem. That sees the day. Oh, it's a devastating right and hate is hurt. Down! Oh! Oh, left hand hate KO'd by love. Why did you tell me that story? Oh, Lord, I, I don't know, Miss Daisy. Just, just seemed like that air mess back there put me in mind. That's ridiculous. The temple has nothing to do with that. There is something out there, Ray. And if I had the courage to go through with this, what a story it'll make. What is this? The prisoner is to be flogged before the entire regiment. Not with a whip, not a man. Peter. <laughs> well, I'm glad you like Peter Christie because we're going to get married in six months. What do you think of that? Anne got freaked out by these. They must be something sexual. Are these tapes of you having sex with these girls? No, not exactly. Well, either you are or you aren't. Which is it? Why don't you let me tape you? What's the matter? Harry came over last night. I went night. over to Sally's last night. Because I was upset that Joe was getting married. And one thing led to another. And before I knew it, we were kissing. To make and a then long story short, we, we did, did it. They did it. The nominees for best scene are The Abyss, The Drowning Scene, Born on the Fourth of July, The Fight with the Mother, Dead Poet Society, Carpe Diem Scene, Do the Right Thing, The Love and Hate Scene. Driving Miss Daisy, the temple bombing scene. Field of Dreams, the going into the corn scene. Glory, the flogging scene. My left foot, Betsy's favorite, the dinner disaster. (laughs) (laughs) Sex, lies, and videotape. Graham and Cynthia hanging out on the couch. And when Harry met Sally, the four-way phone call. Betsy, what is our should win, will win for best scene? It's hard because I, you know, I'm trying to guess the minds of our hundreds of voters. Um, <laughs> I think they might go with the well-known cheesy four-way phone call is what they may pick. Mm. But I really love the scene where James Earl Jones goes into the corn and mm. he's laughing in Field of Dreams. What about you? Let's see. My should win from this list is the abyss scene. That's the one that sticks with me. Like if I'm looking at this list and I can sort of visually, you know, see it in my head and also feel it in my body. That's the one that I can feel. Will win. I think it's going to come down to either carpe diem or love and hate. Those are iconic scenes. And the winner is tear the envelope. The drowning scene in the abyss. Oh, did not see that coming. Did not see that coming. I think, I mean, I agree with you. I think that's a real, 
the embodiment of that scene. And I think probably the older I've gotten returning back to that scene, how difficult that would be. <laughs> All right. We're picking, picking up steam here. All right. Best we're, director. We're up to best director. That's right. Best director. I'm so excited. Now, who won this back in the day? Back in the day, Oliver Stone was Oliver the Stone. winner uh, at the actual Oscars. The actual Oscars, not mm-hmm. this. Legit. Not us. Not our Oscar. going on 30. Right, Which sure. we probably shouldn't call the Oscars. I'll, I'll say the going on 30, what are we? Popping cop, poppers. We're the poppers. The poppers. <laughs> Love it. The popper goes to. Okay, I'll do that the rest of the time now. All right. So our nominees for Best Direction are Edward Zwick for Glory, James Cameron for The Abyss, Oliver Stone for Born on the Fourth of July, Rob Reiner for When Harry Met Sally and Spike Lee for Do the Right Thing. Should win, will win. Should win. Uh, it's one of the last two, like Rob Reiner, Spike Lee. I'll say Spike Lee will win. Uh, I'll say Spike Lee. I know I'm going to do the same. The popper for best director. This is not even close. This is the biggest runaway win of the entire night. It is Spike Lee for Do the Right Thing. Congratulations, Spike. You have not won an Oscar, but you have won a popper. We see your talent, even if the Academy does. That's right. Are we imagining this as like a gold-plated jalapeno popper? Like, (laughs) like mounted? Maybe it's just a statue of John Popper. Blues Traveler. (laughs) Oh, Lord. Or it's just a gold harmonica. That's right. A gold harmonica that John Popper would have played. (laughs) (laughs) Now it's time for some more picks from our special guests. Let's hear what they have to say. Hi, it's Martin Elfert from Grace Memorial in Portland, Oregon. And the greatest film of 1990, possibly the greatest film in history, is James Cameron's The Abyss. That is because this is the film that introduces the CGI-driven blockbuster. We really had not seen what we came to know as morphing before that. And it had uh, extraordinary and thrilling visuals and that... um, annoying slash exciting Cameron moral. I'm Richard Lindsay and my pick is Dead Poet Society. If there was ever a film that inspired me to become a teacher, it was that one. Hi there, this is Reverend Eric Matoyer from the Episcopal Diocese of California. And in the great Oscar race, I vote for Do the Right Thing. It's saying exactly what is need to be said at this point. As they're standing there and the pizza shop owner is throwing 20s at Spike Lee saying, there's your money, just absolutely pissed off. And Spike Lee's still there. They both know that they are still in relationship with each other. They live in the same neighborhood. They work for the same people. And I think that's the seminal, that's the most important point. In times like these, we have to stay in relationship. That's why I thought it's important because it shows that no matter how we feel, and the important issues that are around us, we are still in relationship with each other. We're down to the nitty gritty. We're down to the actual awards. The reason that people do this now. Here we are at Best Actor. (laughs) 
How you think I feel having to set up here and ask you, can I go make water like I'm some child? Shame. Well, I ain't no child, Miss Daisy. And I ain't just some back of the neck you look at while you're going wherever you got to go. I'm a man. I'm here about 70 years old. God, this, this is very difficult for me to say. We don't have to hear this, Ron. But, Mr. Wilson, I think I was the one that killed your son that night. I was the one. I was the one. Your nominees for Best Actor are Daniel Day-Lewis for My Left Foot, colon. <laughs> Just. I like throwing the colon in there. I know you do. All right. Daniel Day-Lewis for My Left Foot, Denzel Washington for Glory, James Earl Jones for Field of Dreams, Morgan Freeman for Driving Miss Daisy, and Tom Cruise for Born on the Fourth of July. Sadly, not the last time Tom Cruise could be nominated for this category. Nope. Nope. Will win, should win. Yep. What do you got? Um, I'll say Will win, Daniel Day Lewis. Mm. No, no, I'm going to go with should win, Daniel Day Lewis. Will win, Denzel Washington. All right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. What do you think? Well, should win Cruz, obviously. I mean, that's that's what we're talking about. Because you're in the pocket of big Tom Cruise. <laughs> Time out I on the cruise it. on the cruise jokes for just a second. Time out for just a second. Uh, to just point out that this is maybe Tom Cruise's best acting ever. It, it in his entire career, this may be the best acting that we ever get from Tom Cruise is in Born on the Fourth of July. Okay. Will win. Hmm. I'm going to say Denzel Washington. So let's see who won. And the popper goes to Morgan Freeman for driving. Oh. Easy. None of us. None of us said him. Um, I mean, this is, we've pointed out for this role, this is Morgan Freeman aging through time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Working. And let's be honest, Morgan Freeman is a very popular actor who could potentially win every single year. People love Morgan like- Freeman. I feel like he's going to be a Hall of Famer. All right. We have arrived at Best Actress. Something in that voice that it disturbs me. What do you mean? Too much hope in it. What? There's too much hope in it. At the car park right in front of the front door of the temple like I was the queen of Romania. Everybody saw you. Didn't I tell you to wait for me in the back? Well, 
Yeah, so, but I just trying to... Well, there's two other chauffeurs right behind me there. Made me look like a fool. Like a GD fool. Can I help you? I'm Cynthia Bishop. I'm sure... Do, do I know you? I don't... I'm Anne Mulaney's sister. The extrovert. She must have been in a good mood when she said that. She usually calls me loud. Yeah, she called you that, too. <laughs> I'm sorry. Days of the week underpants. Yes. They had the days of the week on them, and I thought they were sort of funny. And then one day Sheldon says to me, you never wear Sunday. It's all suspicious. Where was Sunday? Where had I left Sunday? And I told him, and he didn't believe me. What? They don't make Sunday. Why not? Because of God. Hey, you old drunk. What did I tell you about drinking in front of my stoop? Move on, you're blocking my view. You are ugly enough. Don't stare at me. The evil eye doesn't work on me. Mother sister, you've been talking about me for 18 years. What have I ever done to you? You are a drunk fool. Besides that. Betsy, can you read us the nominees for Best I can. All right, so we've got Brenda Fricker for My Left Foot. Colin. The Christy Brown story. <laughs> That's the full title. Uh, Jessica Tandy for Driving Miss Daisy. Laura Sangiancomo for Sex Lies and Videotape. Meg Ryan, When Harry Met Sally. And Ruby D for Do the Right Thing. Strong category right okay. here. I always say if Ruby D's up for an award, my vote is Ruby D. However, Brenda Fricker was amazing mm-hmm. in my left foot. And Laura Sangiacomo is amazing in everything. I'm going to say should win Laura Sangiacomo. Ooh. Will win Meg Ryan's just too popular. Yeah, I'm going to go with should win Brenda Fricker. Will win Meg Ryan. The winner of the Golden Harmonica. We are not completely sold on the harmonica idea yet. I'm, I'm the winner I'm, I'm of it. the golden jalapeno popper. Yes. <laughs> Jessica Tandy. Oh. It's a driving Miss Daisy sweep in the it acting is. categories. She is such a great actress. Well, it's such a great actress. Hollywood royalty who just, and, and stage royalty who just get it done. Good job, Jessica Tandy. Good job acting across the board for Driving Miss Daisy, except you, Dan Aykroyd. Get out of here. Greg, we're almost to the final award. We are almost there, but first, let's hear one more time from our special guests about their pick for Best Picture. Hello, my name is Shana Watson, and my pick is Do the Right Thing. I can sum up my reason why in, in two words, Radio Raheem. Radio Raheem was mostly quiet during the whole film. He just walked around with his boombox, with his radio and playing hip hop, empowering music for the community. And he also wore these brass knuckles. On the one hand was um, the word love and on the other hand was hate. Um, to me, Radio Raheem was prophetic and he was also the prophetic sacrifice. And I feel like we see that played out over and over again, especially in light of George Floyd. Hey, this is Liz Easton, and my pick for best film is Do the Right Thing. 
because Spike Lee was robbed and he was throughout most of his career. It's an incredible movie. I watched it for the first time when I was in college in a film studies class, and it has stuck with me ever since. One of those great films that just takes place in one day and you live a whole life over the course of one day. It still says so much about who we are today. We still have a lot to learn from that film. Hi, this is Ricardo Avila, and my pick for best picture is Do the Right Thing. It was provocative at the time. It had great music, a lot of energy. It was challenging, and frankly, it holds up really well. And I think that what Spike Lee did was genius in a way that maybe even he didn't realize, but uh, the, the way that all of those characters become a community on one of the hottest nights of the year in New York City and what that means as a microcosm of our country's problems and hopes and dreams. We are here, Betsy. Mm-hmm. Best picture. It's trying to communicate. It's bad. <laughs> it's wonderful. Our wheelchairs, this steel, our steel is your Memorial Day on wheels. We are your Yankee Doodle Dandy, come home. We are your Yankee Doodle Dandy, come home. If the poem score for perfection is plotted on the horizontal of a graph... Mr. Keating, they made everybody sign it. You gotta believe me, it's true. I do believe you, Tom. Leave, Mr. Keating. But it wasn't his fault. Sit down, Mr. Anderson. One more outburst from you or anyone else, and you're out of this school. Hey, hey, Sal, how come we got the brothers on a wall here? You want brothers on a wall? Get your own place. You can do what you want to do. You can put your brothers and uncles and nieces and nephews, your stepfather, stepmother, whoever you want. See? But this is my pizzeria. Oh? Yes. You're my best friend. No, I'm going now, Miss Daisy. No, you, you really? Dead. You are. Hey, Dad? You want to have a catch? I'd like that. You have me heartbroken, Christy Brown. Sometimes I think you are my heart. In my legs, I would gladly take yours. You've got a problem. You're right. I've got a lot of problems. But they belong to me. That is just like you, Harry. You say things like that and you make it impossible for me to hate you. And I hate you, Harry. I really hate you. The nominees for Best Picture are The Abyss, Born on the Fourth of July, Dead Poet Society, Do the Right Thing, Driving Miss Daisy, Field of Dreams, Glory, My Left Foot, Sex, Lies, and Videotape, and When Harry Met Sally. It's a great year for movies. These are all really good movies. Agreed. That's what I would say. Agreed. And the golden popper, and you all just imagine whatever popper you're interested in. The golden popper goes to when Harry met Sally. What? Are you kidding? What an upset. 
we are not. Um, this was down to single digits between when Harry met Sally and do the right thing. And we talked about, like, I gave it five stars. I think it's a great movie. Hmm, wow. I'm surprised. This is interesting. This is what happens when we turn our stuff over to other people. It's fascinating. I know. Right? I know. I've really, I've enjoyed this project a lot. I'm looking forward to next our next go, which is starting really soon. Yes. Next month, we start the Oscar-nominated movies of 1991. Well, I'm, I'm excited. I mean, this has been a star-studded evening, Greg. An amazing evening. Thank you so much for voting in our first yes, Going Everybody. on 30 Awards. I couldn't believe how many votes we got. It was amazing to see. Um, thank you so much for that. Thank you, Betsy for going on this trip with me. Greg, thank you. Through the movies is, of 1989. Yes, it has made it has made my pandemic all the more interesting. So thank you. I appreciate it. We yeah, will see you in 1990. See ya.